the last bit had drug humor and he was a, against drugs. Oh my God. So he was still doing a routine. Like, and that one's not so well known, but yeah, she's great in it. And the, the show is pretty miserable usually, but yeah, it was, it was a yeah. poor man's Saturday Night Live. Yeah. You now, try to watch him now. the one that COVID 19 yes. um, put the period on the end of the sentence. Now, she was not doing well with some brain cancer, but it was this complications from COVID-19 that did her in. Oh, that's a shame. Super nice lady. Yeah. Yeah. So here comes the secret. Thank you, Mike. Oh, that's possible. The only girl Schwartz ever hung around <laughs> with was Florinda Budnick. Yeah, Florinda Budnick. Florinda Budnick? He's a pretty, pretty nerd. Well, they show like a nerdy picture next to her legs and stockings, so it's a <laughs> little contrast. This scene doesn't bird. have Yeti, yeah. so we're, we're bored. Yeah, they got. <laughs> this is the Stray Cats. Yeah, oh, the Stray Cats? I remember them, yeah. Stray Cat Strut. Yeah, there's a lot of decades of pop culture in this movie. The 50s, yes, you're 60s, exactly right, yeah. You know, uh, Horseshack, I guess, for the 70s. Mm hmm. Now, this was 10 years after... Okay, now, Eddie's hiding under one of those gingham tables by the two dads. Right. And they're arguing to to keep the beach closed until they understand what's going on. Mm -hmm. So they say, like, everybody knows Buzz Cola is what's the problem. So Eddie replaces the Buzz Cola with Cola. Just uh -huh. Coke, you right. know? It's amazing to me how they go, I don't know, it's just soda. I guess it's okay. They just did an autopsy on a dude. <laughs> knows it's motor oil. <laughs> so, Eddie, this is the scene in which um, Banner, Mannard wanted to fight, Biff wanted to fight Cleavon. Do you remember the incident? No, I honestly don't. I, I don't remember that. Uh, no, for some reason I don't. I don't know why. They got into some kind of upset and they really wanted to fight. Yeah, I'm sure his racism probably had to do it. He probably said something obnoxious, and Cleavon probably wanted to fight him. Something might have, you know, it might have happened earlier, and it was boiling over. Right, wow. right. <laughs> this is also a great scene because it takes place in the middle of the day in a pizzeria. Yeah. 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 Into zombies. He calls him Bob's dad, not by his name, Bob's dad, and that was his name in the script. Bob, uh -huh. Chuck's dad, and Bob's dad. Oh, Chuck's how funny! Right. I always thought that was funny that poor Chuck and Bob has this sordid history that their their fathers are poisoning their kids, turning their yeah. friends into zombies. <laughs> when they're with them in the previous scene, he goes, "Why would they be doing it? Why would they be doing it?" They go, "Money." Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. Morgan Paul, is he still around? Uh, let me just look. He was the one who I really liked in Blade Runner. Yeah, uh, and he was in, you know, Patton. He goes back to Patton. He's a true classic. Yeah, that's right. He was um, 
the the assistant guy, Captain Richard Jensen. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, eighty two Blade Runner. Uh, Apple. He was in the Apple Dumpling Gang. Rides again, Mike. Okay. Uh, he was in Norma Ray. With okay, so he has yeah, a good resume. That's mysterious, yeah. The Last Hard Men with Charlton Heston. Mm. Uh, I don't think I have any credit for him past the early 80s. Okay, so this might have been his last film. It could be. Okay. And this was definitely the last film of Cindy Lou. Right. Or maybe that's... I'm saying it backwards. Um, Wendy Sue? <laughs> Lindy Sue. Lindy Lindy Sue, Sue, right. It was the last last film for Carol Wayne. Yeah, right. She passed away after this. Yeah. She also had brain cancer, and she died in her 60s, early 60s. She was 61. Who is this? This is uh, Lucinda Dooley. Oh, my God. That's so tragic. She was so sweet. Her first film was Spielberg's 1941 this is yeah. her last role. Oh. She got married. Oh, so, she gave up acting. So I worked with her before. I worked with her in 41. Yeah. I have to say, I saw that movie just the last week, and I loved you in it. It was terrific oh, thank movie. you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Tomorrow is sad. We were talking about sad things. Tomorrow is the anniversary of John's passing. Wow. John Moon? What John Belushi. Belushi. Oh, is it? John well, Belushi. let's talk about something nice. Yeah. Two days from now, Eddie's got a birthday. Yes, thank you for oh, remembering. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. I turned 66, believe it or not. I did Grease uh-huh. when I was 20. Surf 2, I oh was what? I was, I was uh, 27 when I did Surf 2, I guess. Yeah. That's great. Well, happy birthday. Thank you. Happy birthday yeah. to you. Thank sure. you, Mike. Thank you, Carl. You've got, you've got a full decade on me, and I think I'm old. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is where the, the, the punks, the zombies surf. And they're right. not good surfers. Really poor mm-hmm. etiquette. They're gonna push people off. Right. Now you can see how badly done it is. The real surf scenes. That's Eric's stand-in, and then the ones they do in the studio, like this. Yeah. But you know those beach movies with Frankie and and Annette. Uh, yeah. The same thing. Yeah. We just watched one last week. We we just watched Beach Beach Playing a Bingo last week. You're right. It oh, I so love that fake. one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but we went to them all as kids. Now, I had Don, Randall, Don Rickles in. Yeah, ahead, Don Rickles was in. Beat, right, Beat Playing Bingo. That's Don Rickles in it. Now, Randall didn't do it himself, but the producers of this film, there were two producers, really good people. They went to Annette Funicello and um, what's his name? Um, Frank, Frankie Avalon. Frankie Avalon. And they said, D-d-d-d-. they didn't even like stay on the phone. They're like, we're not it, we're not it. No, no, no. Goodbye. Oh, really? Was that Bronstein? Ron the Brownstein? Bronstein? Uh, the producers was yeah. George Brown's Bronstein. That's it. George Bronstein, right? Rod yeah. yeah, and it, it, I worked with Frankie in uh, Greece. You know, he was a wonderful, nice guy. Uh huh. Yeah. And they brought Linda Carriage to the production. They uh-huh. bumped into Linda Carriage on the street in Los Angeles. They were coincidentally doing a movie in which there was a Marilyn Monroe lookalike. Now, Linda had a small mini career as a Marilyn Monroe lookalike. I could see that, yeah. Now, it, that made sense that they saw her and thought, hey, she looks like Marilyn Monroe. So they cast her in this horror film, Fade to Black. Oh, my God, that was famous. 
Let's see here. I don't think um, I've seen it. Let's see I what music's playing. Playboy. Um, striking resemblance to Marilyn Monroe. They offered her a part. It led to her posing as an actress for Playboy photo shoot in their December 1980 episode as Marilyn. Mm -hmm. Rampant interest from photographers, filmmakers who wanted to photograph and cast her as lookalike characters. She would appear as a Monroe double once more in Go West, Young Man, 1980. So I guess she's just out of the public eye. This is yeah. very funny. She's born in New South Wales, Australia. The mm -hmm. town she was born and raised in was called Wagga Wagga. Interesting. Okay. He's probably married with kids right now, I bet. I bet. And they're yeah. probably all grown. Yeah. I wonder if Wagga she shows Wagga. up too. Fozzie Bear came from there, too. Is that right? My favorite Muppet. Well, I'm just making a joke because he always goes, Wacka Wacka. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> then they beat the punks. They... Yeah, that's right. They win yeah. the trophy. Right. But, there we... go ahead, turn it up. He's going to give a little speech. He's trying to fully control the coast. Yeah, and he's doing it with the help of two bogus businessmen. Our fathers. Our fathers. Our fathers. Got some gravitas in this movie. <laughs> now you they go against their parents. They, they got punk. Yeah. They drank the Buzz Cola. Oh, yeah, they get abducted. Is no one else on this beach? Not during filming. Now, we are deep into Act 3 here, and we're getting towards our climax. Mm -hmm. And Menlo will reveal his big plot, and it'll all get messed it's up. like you're narrating a porn flick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. That was Now, look how they're getting sucked down into... I mean, it's really just reverse footage. Mm -hmm. But they're getting sucked down into uh, uh, Bunny's hideout. Right. It always, it always, the scene always reminds me of the monkeys. Like the monkeys always end in like this. There's some kind of crazy sped up uh, chase scene. Things right. Fall apart. Right. Right. Yeah. Except there's no song. Right. Okay. There's no. Now we're gonna have some of the worst. Now it's just my opinion. It's just my opinion. We're now gonna have some of the worst comedic acting we've ever seen. And roll them. <laughs> Is this hilarious? What do we think? I think it's <laughs> Give him a break. I do find these suitcases where you stick your head in kind of jarring. Well, they are going to bottom beautify them now. Before it's too late. Too late. That's rich. It's already too late. What time is it? Oh, it's Eddie, do you remember her being up close to you all the time? And you could smell yeah. her? And... Yeah. By the way, that was my ad lib. That little bit of shtick was mine. Uh-huh. What time is it? Oh, it's about that. Hey, never mind. I did a double take, like a Bob Hope double take there. I threw in little things like that. I love it. I might have worked once, but not again. I used to want to be like the other kids, you know? I wanted to be a surfer. I wanted to be hip and bitchy and gnarly. 
But that's over now. It only wasn't anyway, that was a mistake. Do. I should have said bitchin'. It should have been B I T C H I N. I said bitchy. That was a mistake by me, and they left it in. With a powerful reverse sex hormone. You know what it's like to be the only guy on the beach with tits? It's miserable. Oh, yeah. This is my drag scene. Yeah. But you're not very stacked. I need falsies, don't I? <laughs> okay, that's budget. Okay, now Johnny yeah, Big Head will ruin everything for Menlo by simply destroying the place. I destroy anything. But it does remind me like of James Bond or even Casino Royale in the 60s where mm -hmm. they just come in and destroy everything at the end. Right. But, yeah, the monkey song will play right about now. Yeah, now we'd be hearing Auntie Griselda. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the worst sung song in the history of the Rocky era. <laughs> now, in an earlier script that Randall wrote, you know, and I, I mean earlier by like the first half a day, he was actually having the surfers murder people and kill people. Seriously? And then it was like, yeah. And he's like, this isn't funny. Yeah. That takes away, well, that takes away the comedy atmosphere. It kind of kills the atmosphere. So he abandoned that. Yeah. Good. It does have a good horror element to this comedy, though. I mean, the, mm -hmm. the zombies and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. It is, yeah. It's a bit of a time capsule, right? Because this went on. We had these punks walking around like that in the 80s. Now the, the the you know secret hideout has been destroyed and they're all kind of washing ashore. Right, and with Big Head dragging them. Now Menlo will be one of the last ones. Now mm -hmm. in Surf Three Three D, it was supposed to be that he comes out of prison, but in this film, you know Eddie's character never goes to prison. As right. a matter he of fact, friends. Right, he becomes yeah. friends. I remember you being washed up on shore, yeah. Look at him. Big head. He's, he's like James Bond. He goes in the underground lair, destroys it, saves everyone. Right. You would think in this plot that it would be Eric Stoltz, who was the hero, yeah. saving the day, but not at all. Yeah. Now, there are movie rules, and this movie breaks them all. You're right. And I don't think we notice. I think it's still... A good film. Well, yeah, he did something original. Randall did something original there. Now, you really have been struggling. You're tripping and everything, but that was mm -hmm. on purpose, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I wanted to fall down, kind of like Charlie Chaplin. You know, that's the best Chaplin. Uh -huh. I don't get a physical stick falling down. And then tossed into the back. Yeah, now he is going to get taken away here. But we're going to see him on the beach in a minute. Yeah, not. A, I, I mean, work, have my famous hat. Yeah, it is touching. Everyone's friends at the end. I wonder whatever became of that hat, by the way. Some lucky guy on eBay has it. Yeah. <laughs> Thing is, we'd be touching base with you to find out what happened to it. Yeah. <laughs> so here comes Other our dads. And the joke is they're womanified. Yeah. And then Fred As uh, Asparagus chases after them at the end. Yeah, and you can see that 
that is a tacked on thing. It's it's not really the dads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know, in respect to the producers, which I really don't want to do, they tied it in together because the extra footage met the original footage in the mm-hmm. story. Nice camera. Minolta, remember that? Yeah. I think it's so funny today. You take a picture with your phone, and it does the sound of the 35-millimeter film advancing. Yeah. Well, they have to. It's by law. You have Kids. to You have to indicate someone's photographing you. Uh-huh. Mm. Wow, look at Carol's uh, bathing suit. Yeah. Okay, we got the mayonnaise. Here comes the hook. And yeah, oh, we're about to get the mayo. Look at that hat. He's got Twister for a shirt. Oh, there's the mayonnaise. Yeah. Yeah, that's my shirt. The polka dot shirt was mine too. <laughs> Terrific. Matching. Now look at that peanut butter. Yeah. Oh, oh, the the head. How did she eat that? This is probably one of the nicest scenes of this movie that everyone just is pals and yeah, it's a sweet yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, all is right with the world and we wrap yeah. up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the girls are not zombies anymore. Right, you're right. It's kind of sweet. Yeah, and they're great in this too because they're not putting up with it. They're okay with it. They're just not putting yeah, up with okay. it. Yeah, they're Yeah, it's not a drag. It's right. Not a drag. Thanks, Carl. And you can hear him talk loudly. Okay, now look. You see how it's not really the two dads. But they're dressed like it. And there's a voiceover. You hear them. Yeah. You're right. Oh, so it's different people. Uh-huh. And that's how it goes. And that's uh, yes, Surf 2. It was. What a joy. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you, Eddie, so much. Well, I really yeah. enjoyed that. That was a trip. We're, we're big fans of it. And uh, you did a great job. And we thank you so much for being part of a, our show today. Listen, yeah, it was my pleasure. Movie with us. Let's, let's do another one. Find another one. Let's do it again. I, I really had a good time. Thank you so much, Carl. Thank you, Mike. All right. We'll thank do Muggsy's Women if you're into it. Muggsy's Women. Muggsy's Girls, yeah. You remember it? You oh, remember sure. It? No, Stevie and I watched it about three weeks ago. We watched, we put it on it. it. We couldn't get through it, but it's pretty bad, but we did try to watch it. Well, Another we one was uh, Laser Blast. Laser Blast is a classic. Laser Blast, you've seen the Mystery Science Theater, right? Yeah, Theater. yeah. Yeah. That's one of the funniest MST 3000s ever. It's hilarious. I just wrote about it yesterday on my Facebook page, in fact. Now, the other oh, one no. we did of yours already on our show, which we might like to do, is the... The Rosebud Beach Hotel. Yeah, where I met Peter Scolari, who I loved. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. He's in great times. And you play an alien, and at the end of it, you show your photos from your trip. Yeah. It's a really good one, too. Funny Boys, whatever became of them. Yeah. The Funny Boys, that's right. They're like the waiters or something in that. Yeah. That's right. The Bell Boys. Yeah. So did you know them from the comedy scene, or...? No, I I've never met him before Roseville Beach Hotel. I just met him there, and they were they were very nice. Yeah. Well, very cool, Eddie. Thank you so much for joining us here on LWAFLMOYT. Absolutely, it's been my pleasure. Have a great weekend, you guys. 
You too. Okay. Bye. bye. Thank you, Eddie. Sure. Bye. -bye. bye. Well, we, well, Eddie uh, logs off. We want to tell you you could go to Facebook. Uh, he has a, a fan page there, in which he's active in, and to get more information. We'll be back next week. We'll, we're here every Sunday on Mutiny Radio. We're on the YouTube and, of course, on your podcast. Next week's movie is now in the public domain. We'll be watching The Jazz Singer. The Jazz Singer, the first sound feature of this planet. Looking forward to it. So we'll catch you guys then. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you next week. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Beagleman. Let's watch a full-length Movie on YouTube with Mike Beagleman. It's been over one long year watching movies bad, strange, and weird, commandeered by Michael. Hi. Stay in the pocket. All right. Um, I'll leave you with this because I got the, the uh, light, the horn. Um, have you ever asked yourselves, why are you even here? What are you doing on this earth? I'd like to think I'm making a difference. Nobody wants to just take up space. We want our lives to be meaningful. We want to contribute something. We want people to say, there goes Lauren Kraut. If it wasn't for her, I'd be home watching Law & Order eating pudding with my fingers. All right. Thank you very much for indulging me. Lori Crowd, everyone. Hooray. Yay. All right. Moving right along, your next comedian. Put your hands together for Alan Moreau. Yay. Let's do it. Yes, this is awesome. All right. I like that there's like police sirens and people chatting outside because every time someone's going to the bathroom, we know for a fact, we've heard them tinkling, and we're just polite and pretend we don't, you know? And I just made it weird, because now i got to keep talking, because we're going to listen. Oh, sorry, keep talking, make noises. Blah, 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 blah. But, like, I have IBS, so, like, if I went to the bathroom, we'd just be like, remember that time that guy ruined the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival? <laughs> it made everyone uncomfortable, and we just all went back to our hotels and didn't hang for the rest of the week. <laughs> and then he didn't look at anyone in the eyes, but we still know him. It's memorable. I got some followers off it. Okay, good. Good. Feel the energy. This is good. Um, it's fun. I we like you guys like the sad stuff. I know a lot of us are all comics, so it's just like I don't know. I'll I'll do some sad boy stuff, and then uh, you guys could add tags and jokes to it. This is a face of a guy who gets the credit for stuff he doesn't do. Um, my world, y'all living in it. Okay. Um, I was pandering. All right, here we go. Uh, yeah. So like, I I haven't drank in five years. 
right? Uh, um, yeah, save it. I'm I'm a mess. Um, I was a monster. Like it's just you know it's just not for everyone. But um, I want to corner the market as a sober comic. Like I want to be sponsored by Oduls. That's not a pun. Like I literally want to do like hype these shit. I want an Oduls tracksuit, like Oduls hats, and I'll like sell it, like whatever. Like I'll make it cool. But the commercials got to be realistic, right? Remember the Mick Ultra commercials from the late '90s? I'm old, where it was like sold as a fact that it was almost like a health drink, right? It was low carb, but it was just like one calorie less than Bud Light. But for some reason in the commercials, they'd be like climbing up a mountain and like rolling down and like sticking the landing and just like lifting up the shirt with like abs, like, hey, Mick Ultra, you know? Um, but the Adults commercial is going to be realistic, all right? It's going to be me and a couple of guys that look like me sitting around having an okay time. That's it. Just not ruining anyone else's life around us. And that's the selling point of the commercial. And for the purpose of like uh, the commercial, my TV wife, she's going to come into the kitchen. She's going, hey, babe, do you mind taking out the trash? And she'll turn and walk away before I answer. Going to kind of stare at the back of her head. Look at my O'Doul's. Bite my lip, look at my buddies, and look at the camera and say, O'Doul's, because you're not your father. That'll be... That'll be at all hours of the day. And then the late night version, there'll be a tag. And it'll be like, oh, duels and the cycle of violence. Oh, that's stupid. <laughs> no, I knew that would work. Ah, I feel bad. My dad, was, my dad was a good dad. Who am I trying to face? No, this is funny. All right, this is good. Um, yeah, that's really all I wanted to do. Um, all right, any questions? Really, that's about it. Hey, we were getting a lot of shit out there. The Northeast, they were hating on us. All these San Fran people. I tried to go to bat for Rhode Island, and then I was like, actually, the Boston people hate Rhode Island, too. So <laughs> I just kind of, <laughs> they were like, I was like, no. I'm like, oh, me and my Boston homies are in there. We've hung out like twice. But uh, I'm like, but Rhode Island, like, we got a scene, too. And they're like, yeah, Rhode Island's cool. It's like Boston, but better. And I was like, you haven't been to Rhode Island. <laughs> it's like a little inside thing. Like, we get a lot of hate. And anytime Rhode Island comes up, I name four other comics that are worth anything, and I'm one of them. And that was... <laughs> That's just me talking about myself. Now. Okay. All right, hey, thank you so much. Give it up for Pam. Hey, happy birthday for Pam, everybody. Thank you so much. Yay, yeah. Hey, Alan Moreau, everyone. You've got the special accent. You can say anything. You can be like, watermelon, watermelon, and it'll be cute. Uh, put your hands together for your next. Oh, he's one of the hosts and showrunners of the festival, and he's so helpful and wonderful. And what a tall drink of water. Put your hands together for Ian Langlands. Yay. What's up, everybody? I was in that Boston conversation. Uh, his biggest claim to fame for Rhode Island was, we, we have Edgar Allan Poe. I looked up the Wikipedia article, no association. <laughs> he was born in Boston, died in Baltimore. At no point did he even, did he even visit <laughs> Rhode Island. So that's the biggest claim to fame is a made-up fact. So. Go to bed for that one, buddy. It's okay. I love you. Will you marry me? Okay, let's get to it. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I I was on Netflix the other day. You guys know how Netflix, they give you like percentage matches of how much they think you're going to like something. I got a 99% match for Dahmer. I don't know how I feel about that one. I don't, I, I, I don't know. I, I, one time someone told me I look like Dahmer, so I don't know if that's a compliment or not. <laughs> I don't think it is. It wasn't that good looking. You guys were laughing five seconds ago. Now it looks like you hate me. What's going on? <laughs> What's going on? 
but I got it out. It was crap, but it's a good show. That's the twist. I really liked it. I really enjoyed the show. It was a fun watch. I guess you could call it that. But it was so funny because I feel like every time I learn about serial killers, I find out how little they wanted to get away with it. It's funny. Like, they didn't try at all to get away with it, and they did it for, like, ten plus years. It's crazy. In the first episode, Dahmer invites this dude over, and there's just a blood-stained mattress and a giant vat of acid. And the guy's like, well, this is normal to me. Are we going to fuck or not? And he just asks no questions. No questions were asked at all. There we go. Thanks. Another one, the one that's interesting is Richard Ramirez, the Nightcrawler. I mean, Night Stalker. You know that one? Richard Ramirez. Heard of him? Heard of his work? Uh, he was interesting. When I watched his documentary, almost on every crime scene, he would, like, leave his blood and semen, like, on every single crime scene. And he still, for, like, 13 years, he got away with killing so many people. Like, well, the police didn't see that as evidence at all. They were like, well... We can't prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that this semen is his. Maybe it was a passerby or that just winked and left. I don't know about that. This isn't working, Pam. Um, <laughs> okay, I wasn't feeling hot about that one. I'm thinking about doing, a, I'm, I'm going to do a hardcore career pivot. I made my decision. I'm going to be the Pope. I'm going to become the Pope. Uh, will you guys follow me if I become the Pope? Yes? Thank you. Okay. That was not a resounding yes. It's all right. <laughs> I'm going to be the Pope. I, li I found out how easy it is to be the Pope. It's crazy. Did you know the only qualifications are to be a man and to be Catholic? That's it. And any man can convert to Catholicism. Have you guys ever met a man before? That's crazy. I feel like there should be more limitations to having. I don't even trust half my guy friends to watch my house plants for the weekend. And you want them to lead Catholicism? That's crazy to me. I feel like there should be more restraint. Did you know that the Pope before the one we had now, he was a Hitler youth? That didn't come up in the interview process at any point. At any, I feel like even Jamba Juice is like, if they find out you were in a hate group, they're like, whoa, 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 we don't have anyone make our fucking razzmatazz. Let's, uh, we have standards here at Jamba Juice. Okay, I'm not going to finish that joke. That's been my time. Thank you, everybody. Bye. Ian Langlands. Hooray. Yay. Um, you're, we're moving, we're moving right along and through and, uh, and your next comedian, hey, it's, he's a local guy. You guys are going to love him. Put your hands together for Brady Pearson. Yay. Hello, everyone. I'm Brady Pearson, local comedian. So, um, I just recently turned 52. Thank you. Come on. Made it. And the older I get, the more I realize that everything old is new again. You were talking about like Christina Aguilera's music coming back with some 2000 stuff. We've got some Cold War action happening. Some polio. It's all true, right? Anyway. See, so yeah, I mean, everything old is new again, and it makes me think, makes me nostalgic for old things. It makes me wonder about our thirst for nostalgia. Um, does anybody, is anyone here old enough to remember, um, does anyone here know who Harrison Ford is? Harrison Ford. Okay, we first really, as a collective group, we saw him, he changed the universe in, um, Indiana Jones and, um, no, no, in, no, really, well, yeah, Star Wars, but really, like, we're thinking about, like, him as, as Indiana Jones and, um, the Raiders of the Lost Ark, right? And yes, of course he was in Star Wars, the first film, of course he was, he was amazing, he was incredible, right? Now, all these years later... We asked him to come back and like flog these old members. Did anybody see um, 
Um, did anybody see Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom? Yes. Did anyone see Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull? Why did we do this to him? He had a really good record going, but no, our thirst for nostalgia, we did that to him. And then we asked him to keep making movies, right? We asked him to make like Indiana, well, no, the other one was, um, oh, has anyone seen um, Blade Runner 2049? Anyone? Was he in it? Really? Did you know that because of that he broke an ankle? He did. He broke an ankle. And then he went and did another, again, Arista Nostalgia. He went and did um, Star Wars. Oh, my God, I can't believe they're making another one. Do you remember that one? Right? And did you know that he actually broke a rib for that one, too? And in, in the filming of those two crashes, in the, filming, in the filming of those two movies, he crashed two planes. And I just want to say, like, ladies and gentlemen, can we just, like, come up with new ideas and save our old actors? Or at least if they can resurrect Carrie Fisher for a cameo, do we really have to endanger him? Let's leave someone for Alec McBeal to fuck in the future. As you get older, you know, like, it, I have a lot of questions. I'm getting older, and what have I done with my life, you know? Like, what have I made of it? And I've really been thinking, and it made me think the existential question of how many miles of cock have I sucked? Are there any other cocksuckers in the room? Can I hear cocksuckers? Okay, I can ask a question. Do you like sucking cock, or do you do it for money? Or not for money, but like... Both. So, so like, so you'll, you'll say, like, if you do this, I will give you head, right? You have done that, right? That's what I'm talking about, right? But do you, do you just, like, go down and, like, go for, like, ah, uh, crazy? Like, me, like... You gotta build... Oh, you gotta build up? Okay, I'd like to talk to you about that, because it is an art form. And this is how long I've been expressing it, so it makes me ask the essential question, how many miles of cock have I sucked? Right? No, you got to do averages, so we're going to do some math. You ready? So you, the average cock is what? You're six. Like, one up, one down, that's a mile, right? Uh, a foot. You keep going 4,680 feet in a mile. 26 point da 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 feet. In, 26 is a, a marathon, and that explains my trip at Folsom last weekend. Yeah, but this is America. And I suck. Thank you. I suck up here as a comedian. I totally suck. I admit it. So, y'all, I want to share a song with you from a musical that I never wrote. From It's called Little Orphan Fanny. And the song goes something like this. <clears throat> Your son will come out tomorrow. That'll be a bottom and he'll swallow all my cum. He'll be gay and he won't be lonely. I'll jizz on his chin. He'll grin and say, Tomorrow, tomorrow, I'll bottom tomorrow. It's only a gay away. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Brady. Hey, Brady Pearson. You're an excellent voice tonight, Brady. Uh, all right, our next three comics I'm just going to announce, and then we'll figure out what's going on from there. We've got Devontre, then Mike Spiegelman, then Jared Senna. Put your hands together for your next comedian, everybody. Devontre Coleman. What's up? How y'all doing? Cool. I just moved to San Francisco. 
I don't really know anybody here. I've been trying to make friends. Somebody told me to get a cat. Anybody else out there a cat person? Make some noise if you like cats. Fucking hate cats. Hate cats because my ex was a huge cat person and my current personality is just despite her. Also hate all registered nurses in the state of Kentucky. Yeah, I recently got invited to an orgy. It sounds cool on paper. But to be invited to an orgy, strangers have to think you look like you attend orgies. I don't know if that means they think I fuck a lot. I'll just make them look better. But I'm gonna find out on Saturday. Yeah, I like sex. And I like surprises. I just don't like when they mix. I recently brought this lady to my apartment. And it was almost game time and she stopped and whispered to me. She said, oh shit, I probably should have told you. I was like, yeah, no matter what you say next, I agree. You should have told me. She goes, I probably should have told you I might have gonorrhea. Like might, that's something you should definitely get checked out. She's like, don't worry about it. Having gonorrhea is like being a Pokemon fan. It's way more common than you think. I was like, now is not the time for clever similes. Also, that means you just have gonorrhea. I think I got gonorrhea that night. But that's okay, because having gonorrhea is kind of like swimming in lava. It's not that fun, and my crotch is on fire. Oh, yeah. I was nine. Well, I have a sister. She's nine months older than me. She's, like, exactly nine months older than me. And when I tell people that, people are like, whoa, was your mother in a rush? But I was actually like two months premature, so technically we both were. Oh yeah. My sister's got a kid, and uh, he's a single mother raising a kid, and it's cool because he's a smart little dude. And it gives me hope that one day when I have kids, I can leave them and they'll still be pretty all right. <laughs> oh yeah, I recently started this new diet. It's called the Jurassic Diet. It's where you eat what you think the dinosaurs would have eaten. It's going pretty well because I think the dinosaurs would have enjoyed Oreos. I, um, I like video games. I just don't like being called a gamer. Like that's our N-word. I actually think it's worse because nobody's ever called me a gamer as a term of endearment. And they usually use the hard R. Yeah. I, I think we should support sex work. I, I agree with supporting sex workers, but I think we need to shed more light on the sex volunteers. <laughs> I feel like those are the real heroes of the community helping make the world a better place. Like the Kardashians are really putting in those hours. Oh yeah, I have to leave you with this. I think we should do everything in our power to make sure that underrepresented voices get the chance to be heard. I think if you live a comfortable life, you should do what you can to make sure that people who live in constant discomfort have the slightest chance of rising up. But there's a wrong time for that initiative. I was watching porn recently, and the entire cast had on Black Lives Matter shirts. Like, yeah, usually I agree. Just not right now. This is the first time I ever thought, you know what, they should just shut up and dribble. I've been Devontre Coleman. Happy birthday, Pam. Devontre Coleman, everyone. Hooray.
All right, your next comedian uh, lives in L.A. now, but he still has a, a a podcast on the show. He does he does it every week, and he sends it to me, and I'm so excited that he's here in the flesh. Put your hands together, everybody, for Mike Spiegelman. Yay! Is he outside still? Someone open the door and be like, Mike Spiegelman. Uh, great to be here. Thank you so much for giving me dead air uh, on the station. It's the one thing I request on Mutiny Radio is that there's absolute complete silence. Uh, not during my act, I can take that, but you know, before or during my act. Uh, anyone here like comedians who like leave the stage before the, con- the host comes back on? Because they're data. Hate that. Hi, my name is Mike Spiegel, and it's great to be here. Uh, I'm I'm performing without a mask, but. Uh, my clutch is my joke book, so it's good to be here. Uh, great to be back in San Francisco. I went to my favorite taqueria, Jack in the Box, and I said, <laughs> Kenosis, and I said, uh, give me a monster taco. And they said, we're, we're all out. I said, well, give me something comparable. And he kicked me in my stomach. <laughs> and then I took a shit. I had a really busy day. I interviewed to be CFO at Salesforce, and the recruiter was really incredulous. He goes, what even makes you think you would be eligible to be at this interview to be CFO of Salesforce. And I said, well, strangers call me boss. That's respectable. They're like, hey, boss. So I think I should work for you guys. It's great to be here. You know, uh, when aliens land on Earth, I don't think they're going to be evil uh, or to want to take over the Earth. I think they're going to be jet lagged. They're going to be like, take me to an Airbnb. Not a creepy one. I like how Airbnb has a Halloween promotion where it's like, uh, you can win the, the world's scariest Airbnb. It's just a hotel room. Not even that scary. All right. You know, um, horror movies, don't, don't watch horror movies every night for 31 days, all right? You know, because it's Halloween, you want to celebrate by watching 31 nights of, of the 15th night. You're like, I hate myself. I want to die. Humanity's terrible. Uh, so just watch a cartoon. It'll make things better. I, I was glad that the pandemic closed places, right? Oh, man, that was great. Uh, for example, the Cat Cafe closed. I fucking hate them. No, they kicked me out of the Cat Cafe. Apparently, no dogs allowed. No dogs. No dogs allowed. I said, well, you have a dog. And they said, well, let's take your dog to work day. But the joke was on me. It closed, and now it's covered in feral cats. I can't win. It's still a cafe filled with cats. This feral. I have a uh, dog, and uh, sometimes when you walk your dog, you forget a bag. And I was outside Blue Barrel. My dog not only pooped, and I didn't have a bag. It was this really long trail of diarrhea, and it just went everywhere. And people were walking up to Blue Barrel like, hey, you want some Blue Barrel? They're like, I don't know. Check out the line outside. It's all, it goes all the way around the corner. Can you believe that shit? The line goes around the corner. It's not even 10 a.m. It's disgusting. So one of the places I was glad that closed was my hometown seasonal ice skating rink. The place was a dump. You know, for six months, it was an ice skating rink. And for the other six months, it was a big puddle. Where you can soak your feet. I'm in Mike Spiegelman. Thank you for that introduction. Oh. 
Mike Spiegelman, everyone. Listen to uh, LMFNOYT every Sunday from 2 to 4. It's Let's, let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. It's a really fun show. You don't even have to watch the movie. The podcast just holds up on its own. But it is better. I've learned when I was in Greece. If you watch the movie, it's actually like four times more entertaining. And it's so entertaining that I just listen to it. Anyway, Denise, I'll put you on the list. Your next comedian. Clap your hands together for Jared Senna. How are we doing, guys? My name is Jared. I'm from San Diego. Not sure you guys know what it's like to live in San Diego, but it's hot as balls all the time. I'm actually white. Just been barbecued Filipino. Just like you guys. Um, graduated with a degree in creative writing uh, recently. Uh, I'm not sure you guys know what creative writing is. But creative writing is uh, pretty much just a fancy way of saying barista. Um, uh, uh, what was I going to do again? Oh, fuck. Uh, okay, I got it. Um, um, uh, uh, I used to work uh, in downtown SF as a barista. I dealt with a lot of homeless, I dealt with a lot of crackheads. Um, they're really erratic and unpredictable, but they're really nice people if you get to know them. I prefer them more over entitled customers. They never ask me to remake a drink. They never rush me for an order. The only bad thing about them is that once in a while you have to remind them that a coffee shop isn't the place to be jerking off. Um, uh, Okay. Uh, I love the Bay Area because it's actually the place where I lost my virginity. Uh, I was 23 when I lost it, which is the age that I am now currently. Thank you. Um, I didn't lose it late because I was scared to talk to women. I lost it late because I was scared to show my naked body to women. You know? Like, no one needs to know how big my nipples are. Luckily, that person I did it with was very understanding and didn't judge me for what my body looked like. She just sat me down. She was like, baby, I don't care how big your nipples are. As long as I get the $100 you promised to Venmo me. Thank you, white people. Uh, I was popular in high school. Not for good reasons. Uh, I wasn't popular because I threw parties or because I was attractive. I was popular because I was that known as a kid that got hit by a car. I was uh, on my way to smoke weed with my friend, and I ended up uh, getting hit by a car as I was crossing an intersection. You know, it's funny. My grandma always told me that I was going to die smoking weed. I just didn't think it would involve a fucking Kia. Thank you, Ian. You gave me that tag. Brought to you by Ian. Uh, um, it was really hard for me to walk. Uh, I was in a wheelchair, and I was in a full body cast. So it was really hard for me to walk, but it was also really easy for me to find a prom date. Which is funny, because uh, by the time prom came, I was already healed. I was just using the wheelchair as a prop. 
I exaggerated too. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to make it past this next week. It would really suck if I just died a virgin. Yeah. She said no, but I imagine if she said yes, I'd probably jump out of my wheelchair. Alright, it's called Joke Workshop. We're here to work out our shittier jokes, alright? That's what we're here to do today. Now, everybody, say happy birthday to Pam. Happy birthday, Pam! Yeah, let's go! Nice, Jared. He's pandering. That's really nice. I can't... Do you see how I did that? Pandering. There you go. Jared Senna, everyone. Yay! Yay! Working out his stuff. Your next comedian. He's one of the showrunners of the Muni Radio Comedy Festival. Clap your hands together for Dan Lewis. Yay! Awesome. Happy birthday, Pam. That's great. Cool, 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 guys. We're good. Happy Columbus Day, everybody. No, not so much. Happy Indigenous Peoples Day. Absolutely. He got canceled, Columbus, and for good reason. Uh, but I hope they're still using that helpful rhyme that you learn in school, right? In 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue, exactly. Still to this day, the best way to remember the color of the ocean. I think so. I'd like to celebrate that on today. Absolutely. Uh, Fleet Week just ended, right? Is that just that's over now, right? You guys, did you see that Fleet Week going on? I was uh, not a big fan. Did you know that it's also um, Defense Department Month right now? It is, and it's also Military Industrial Complex Century. That's good to know. I don't believe in ghosts. Even if they were real, they're just not scary, you know? They don't really do anything. They turn on the TV, they move a door, you know? Friends of mine are like, you know, like, oh, I think there might be a ghost in the house. They get all scared. These same people live with a cat. How is a cat not worse than a ghost? If you're like, there's a ghost in this house, I'd be like, so what? If you're like, yeah, it uh, tears up the couch and pukes on the bed once a week, I'd be like, there's an evil presence and we need to leave right now. Absolutely, guys. Uh, in a new relationship, dating a, dating a twin, dating a, a woman who has an identical twin sister. Yeah, it's always been a big fantasy of mine. Uh, did I just say identical? Start the joke over. Hey, everybody, I'm in a new relationship and I... Uh, I'm dating a woman who has an identical... Uh. Hey, everybody. I'm in a new relationship. Uh, dating a woman who has a twin sister. It's always been like a fantasy of mine, you know? Uh, except for she's a fraternal twin sister. She looks nothing like looks nothing like her. So, But whenever I s you know, see those birth certificates, I get pretty hot, though, you guys. It's pretty awesome. I like that they're fraternal twins. It'd be weird to be deeply in love with a, an identical twin, to be super attracted to an identical twin, you know? Like you show up at her place, you know, to pick her up for a date, and you're like, you look so fucking hot right now. And you too, Emily, obviously, you know. Anyway, part needs work. But yeah, if, you have, if, if you're dating an identical twin, it is kind of handy, because if you do have sex with her sister, you do ha you have the plausible deniability, right? I didn't know. Just... Didn't know. Like, I can't do that with the fraternal twin sister, you know? <laughs> but I did be like, I'm sorry, the lights were out, and um, she felt 32 years, 8 months, and 14 days old. That's all I'm saying. Uh, good to have an identical twin. You can try, try clothes on for each other. As a matter of fact, uh, when my girlfriend is trying on some, some pants, she'll be like, hey, does, do these jeans make my ass look fat? I'll be like, well, let's put it this way. They would make your sister's ass look fat. Thank you. 
People don't like to admit that they met on Tinder, you know? They don't like that because it's like a hookup app, you know? They, they don't like to say they met on Tinder. Uh, and I don't know why. It's a legitimate way to meet people. I had, a, I had an ex like this. She was like, let's not say we met on Tinder. I like the way that sounds. Let's say we met through friends. Like, does every new form of dating have to go through this process? You know, 200 years ago, the women say, let's not say we met through friends. Let's say my family traded me for a goat or something. You know, I, I feel like that sounds better. Anyway, you guys, thank you for listening, and... Um, Dan Lewis, everyone. Hooray. Guys in the back, are either of you people that are interested in signing up, dudes? Or are you just not the guys behind you? The guys behind you. Are you guys, you're just chilling? You're just hanging out? Okay, that's fucking cool. Um, those guys in the back aren't comedians. Are you looking to sign up, sir? Oh, you are? What's your name? Oh, Ruben Anthony, I'm sorry I didn't get to introduce to you. And there you are, Ruben Anthony. Okay, cool. And for people who are a part of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, all of the bags are labeled. So larges are on the stage, smalls are on the side, mediums are over there, and on the back by the piano are the extra larges, the two X's and the three X's. Just look for the bag that corresponds to your size. Cool. Well, Ruben, I'm going to put you up after our next comedian, who is, everybody clap your hands together, for Denise Lee. Yay! I still had more time. I was busy bowling Devontre. Um, okay, so uh, so I I'm I, I would call myself a feminist. You know, like I believe that a woman should support other women, um, unless the women are better than me. Yeah. <laughs> like I I'm a big believer of helping other women around me rise up. But if they're more successful than me, I'm like, okay, be humble. Okay, you have risen already my turn uh i was i was very nerdy in high school i was not very popular and people used to try and bully me i say try because they couldn't you know like i grew up with immigrant parents like you think you can be mean to me like mei chen huang lee is like the most savage person i know you just can't be mean to me um okay let's see um uh oh i don't like that i don't like that one <laughs> uh, i feel like san francisco uh living in san francisco has made me more pessimistic and i know i'm more pessimistic now because i carry a jacket with me wherever i go yeah, like uh, whenever i walk outside and i see the sun shining i'm just like oh that will go away soon too you know, I'm like, it, it will be cold again soon, like like the rest of my soul. Okay, I don't know. There was supposed to be a tag there. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, I, uh, I, was, I was walking through a parking garage yesterday, and I saw this guy doing heroin. And I don't know why, but my first thought was to just avert my gaze so I could give him some privacy. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, no, okay. Uh, so I, I recently found out that I'm not a very fun person and don't nod Devontre, don't fucking nod. <laughs> I found out I'm not very fun because I went to, uh, I went to a party and someone offered me ketamine and the way that they phrased it, she was like, you really need it. <laughs> and I was just trying to eat a clementine at the time. <laughs> 
and she tried to pour some ketamine on a slice of clementine and give it to me. (laughs) And I just got upset with her because I was like, now I can't eat this clementine. All right. Okay, let's see. Um... Uh, I feel like, I feel like, uh, what do I feel? I don't really know what I feel anymore. Um, I've been feeling pretty depressed lately. I recently called my mom and told her that I was feeling sad for no reason. And she was oddly empathetic. She was like, yeah, I understand. If I were you, there would be a lot of reasons I would feel sad too. And then she started listing things. (laughs) She was like, you know, your job isn't that good. Your su- your sister is way more successful than you. Your apartment's super small. You're not married. And I was like, those were not things on my mind at all. But I will add those to the list now. Okay, thank you. Denise Lee, everyone. We've got a couple comedians left. And then at 7 o'clock, Marty Cunning's going to be doing a joke workshop from 7 to 8, or like 7 to seven to 7.50. And I don't know what he's going to do, but it's going to be great. And uh, and then there's the Bon Dolores at 8 o'clock. You're welcome to come. We don't have a hard stop time, so uh, there you go. Your next comedian. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Ruben Anthony. Yay! Thank you, everyone. Uh, first, I just want to acknowledge something that um, we are on the uh, v- the end of Hispanic Heritage Month. Starts on September 15th, runs through October 15th. We get the only Heritage Month that will actually jump a border on our calendar. It's awesome. But like, what does this country think that Mexicans want to like go from September to October to like celebrate the holidays Americans don't want to celebrate? You know, like Columbus Day. You can't believe we still celebrate Columbus Day. I mean, it's it's like it's so recent. We know what he did when when Columbus came here and discovered people in America. You know, it was only like 500 years ago. That's not that long in the span of history. That's like what five Betty Whites ago. You know, maybe six or seven Mick Jaggers. Two Joe Bidens back. It's not that. Not not that long ago. But I'll tell you what country should celebrate uh, Columbus Day. India. Yeah, they should celebrate that he missed. Missed by a country mile. Like, even Marco Polo was able to find India, and he had his eyes closed. Now, I'm not really a big fan of calling it Indigenous Peoples Day, because even the native tribes of this country, even they're descended from immigrants. You know, they came over here from Asia, the first Asian invasion, over the Bering Strait. They came through Alaska. You know, some of the fat ones were slowing them down. You know, they just left them. They called them Eskimos. Yeah, I, I know I don't really like that joke either, and so you're not the only ones who aren't into it. You know, then they, then they came further south. You know, they saw this great land, and they called dibs, which was great. Until the pioneers came out, and well, they call shotgun. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyways, um, but yeah, so we always kind of overshoot with the political correctness. Like, you guys remember what happened to Land O'Lakes Butter? You know, they had that Native American woman on her on there, and they got they got rid of her. 
What people don't understand is she was drawn by an artist from the Chippewa Nation. And he made sure that her, her clothing was authentic. The land behind her represented the Red Lake Reservation. And what did we do? Kicked another Native American off her land. Well, let's be honest. She was a bit of a butterface. Okay, um, okay, so I'm not 